What's up, guys? Manny Carrera, your real estate resource, and this is episode number seven of Whiskey Wednesday podcast sessions, where we sit with influencers, entrepreneurs, movers, and shakers over a glass of some fine whiskey. Today, we're going to be drinking Basil Hayden, and I'm going to be joined by my special guest, the only men's pro bodybuilder here in El Paso, Israel Leanos. Woo! Israel, Hello. cheers, oh, man. Brother. Thank you for having you. me here. Yeah, Appreciate thank you. That. Thank you for being on, man. And I. Uh, Really looking forward to hearing your story. Obviously, Israel's a little bit buffer than me, uh, so we'll just clear that right away. Um, <laughs> but you have a you have a really interesting story, man, and I'm really excited to get into it. So, kind of tell us a little bit about you know yourself. Tell us a, bit, a little bit about who you are and uh, what you do. All right. Well, you know, my name is Israel Leanos. I'm a, the first men's bodybuilding pro here in El Paso. I just got my pro card last year, which I'm congratulations. Very proud of. And we're going to talk about that right I now. I hope too. so, man. The world needs to hear this type of stuff. <laughs> definitely, definitely. <laughs> yeah. So I live here in El Paso, born and raised. Uh, my family I have two daughters, Autumn and Lila, and uh, you know, and I train off of Fit City Gym, and I'm excited to be here and tell many what's all about. See what's going on with this whole. That's podcast awesome, bro. we got going. My first one, by the way. So first podcast, and this is actually episode number seven. So number seven. We, we've done a couple of these, and you know the whole purpose of this is to have people that are doing some big things here in the city. And you know you're you're definitely you definitely fit in the category of movers and shakers. You're definitely doing some big things here in the city. That. So really want people to hear your story. But um, but cool man. So you're a trainer, you're a family man as well. You're yes. a professional bodybuilder. Thank so you. Tell us a little bit about, you know, for, for the people viewing here on iTunes and YouTube, um, and for myself as well, because I don't know, you know, what is IFBB and what is NPC? Because oh. I know you just won. Yes, I just won the NPC committee, which is okay. the National Physique Committee. Cool. What that is, it's a sanctioned uh, bodybuilding where men and women, bikini, physique, classic physique and bodybuilding. They host a big event of competitors that train three months plus to compete in this special day. What this does, it it guides you to go into what's, what's called the IVB, which is a pro. It's a pro. Uh, it's kind of like tryouts? It, well, it's not tryouts, not necessarily tryouts. It's actually a big, big event that has all over the world. It's okay. it's, it's a, a big event. If you win an NPC competition, you get moved into what's called an IFBB. I, an IFBB is International Federation of Bodybuilding. Okay. So that's that is, like the best. Yeah, it best. puts you into the category of the Phil Heaths, if you're a bodybuilder, the Jake Cutlers, the you know the Flex Lewises, all those big guys. So it's it's a it's a big achievement for me to actually be in that stage. But yet, having competed my pro first debut, but it it'll probably take me a year to get more size and get to those guys' levels and got willing to start making that real money. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. That's awesome. And, and this is actually a career, you know. You can, oh yes, you yes. can make money, and this you is can, fun. you can. But again, well, you gotta stay disciplined, dedicated, and uh, along with the diets and all that. We'll talk about that later into the to the podcast. But uh, it's it's uh, it's very disciplined. You have to be committed. You have to have a vision of what you want your body to look like. It's right. like anything you do in life. You yeah, know what I mean? If you want to be uh, the best realtor, you know what it takes to do that. People just see this, you this selling has been planned. Yeah, this was planned about a year and a half. Really? Ago. Yeah, this wow, is all visualized, man. just like you. You know, visualize where you exactly. want to be. I visualize, and we said this in episode uh-huh. five, I believe. Um, that we visualize us being here in front of a podcast. And see, what's funny that you YouTube. say that? What's funny that you say that? You know, before I even. You know, before I turned into my national, competed in my national competition, uh, I was talking to my buddy uh, before our gym, and you know, I told him, you know, I was driving to the gym, I was like, you know what, I already see myself winning nationals, getting my first place trophy, and all I'm doing right now is going to Miami, picking up my trophy, and going home to the pro. You know, I visualized that insane. months before my competition, yeah. and I felt it, I, I 
breathed it, I tasted it, and I just went for it. I knew no one could beat me because I was gonna win. And that's what you have. That's yeah. what I think the 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 blood and the mentality of a winner. You have to have that mentality. You have to. Man. Why why make up? Wake up, you know, mediocre to be mediocre. It's it's all about being the best, and you visualize that. So tell us a little bit about that competition. How was that for you? Well, you know, going out to Miami. First of all, Miami yeah. is the city of dreams. It is. Right? I lived out there for four years. <laughs> the most awesome, amazing man. city. Yeah, everyone there is beach body ready yeah, year yeah. round, and uh, you know what? I've competed nationals uh, three years already. The third okay. year I turned pro. So the first year I actually won. I'm actually undefeated in all men's categories. Oh, shit. Uh, bodybuilding, classic physique, and physique. They're different categories. The physique guys are the ones that wear board shorts, more for show, the pretty boys. Yeah, the, I'm the not saying I'm pretty. Yeah, the, the beach guys, you know? like more of an yeah, athletic type of right, body, right. a normal day-to-day guy that they see. And then there's classic physique, which brings you back to what the 70s bodybuilders look like. 70s, 80s. Mustache. <laughs> no, not nearly mustache, but now like bodybuilders now are overgrown. Yeah, you see okay, they have okay. the protruding big uh, bellies, the, the six pack. Exactly, <laughs> exactly, and they're pack. huge, which yeah. is, you know, what they're what people look for in nowadays. In that, what bodybuilding is up to now, but they try and bring back the old classic physique, the right, old, right. Like, you know, the tapered waist, the broad shoulders, the big chest, but not too as extensive as it is now. Right, right. Well proportioned. Exactly, yeah. aesthetic, basically. And that's what they're measuring and, and judging you off of, right? Well, actually, they don't. Also, yes, or? exactly. There's a there's a there's what they do is a it's like an X shape. So they do it by the shoulders, you know what I mean? How broad your shoulders are, and then a tapered waist, like an X. The broad yeah. shoulders, the, the, the middle so of it, is a waist, would be the waist size, and, and then the other would be legs. So that's what they do, and it's proportion, uh, symmetry, uh, definition, wow. and the whole works. And of course, posing, routines, and all that's a plus. Yeah. Just to you know, accentuate your, your good body parts. I guess, right, right, so, right. And trying to hide your body, hide your bad ones. Hide your bad ones, yeah. Keep so. them, keep them in your shorts. Keep huh? them, yeah. <laughs> in your thong, whatever we used to, uh, we used to pose. Cool, man. So, so walk me through that. I mean, you, you go to Miami, and, so, and there's a bunch of there's a bunch of bodies. Yeah, you know what? Let me let me go back to when I first got there. My first, uh, actually, I won a first place on my first Sunset Regionals here in 2014, and then three months later, I went to Miami. My coach told me, hey, you know what? Let's try it out, see what's out there, you know? And I was a little bit scared, but I told me, you know, I told my coach, you know what? If I don't do this, I wouldn't know what it is out there. I don't know what, you know, the competition is. If I stay right, locally right. and I compete locally, you know, I would always see what's locally. I want to see what's national level. I want to see it, see the people that I'm competing with right, and right. become better. You don't want to just be Exactly. I don't want to be stagnant and where I'm at, winning competitions here and there. I wanted to go and uh, see what's out there. I want to see the best of the best and I want to compete with the best of the best. You have to if you're going to be the best Exactly. Of the best, you know? Thank you. appreciate it. Yeah, yeah definitely. <laughs> <laughs> but the thing is, I went to Nationals um, 2014, three months, winning first place from my first competition ever. So from first place, I got actually qualified to a national level by winning first place on a regional level. So I got qualified. I went in there and I actually placed ninth place, which is not too bad. I placed ninth place. My that was first your first national yeah, competition that's, that's ever. True. So I look back at the pictures and I'm like, damn, my poser routine and everything. I was like, wow, that's good. It's ballsy that I went up there and did it, but I was like fucking scared with these guys. are all fucking massive and my yeah. size and huge. And I was like, wow. So that gave me, it opened up my mind to see what's out there. I was like, you know what? I saw what's out there. I saw the best of the best. So I now you, there's no there's no fear behind that. Now there's no know, fear. You know? So when Put I came back to El Paso, the first competition I did coming back to El Paso, I did was a supplement express. Okay. And I'm a bantamweight, so that Explain means that. bantamweight is the smallest 
guy in the men's category, which is I weighed 143 pounds the day of competition, mm-hmm. and I'm, I'm going up against the lightweights, middleweights, heavyweights, super heavies, the bigger dudes, the big fucking dudes. So on that year where I did so, the first supplement special that held here in El Paso, I actually won the whole damn fucking show. That's and let me tell you what. Exactly. So you went up against all the, the bigger dudes. So I want I want my class. I want the guys from my class. Okay. So and then what they do is they put all the winners from each category, from each uh, you know the the weight classes up right. on the stage, and they go what's called an overall. So I go up against the winners from the middleweight, lightweight, heavyweight, super heavy, and all that. So the best of every the, the category. The cream of the crop. The cream yeah, of the yeah. crop. So down. I went up there. You know, I was like, man. Abandon weight would never win the overall championship. You know what I mean? The whole fucking shebang, the whole enchilada. That's so yeah, I went up there, I posed, and my family was out there cheering me on. It was a beautiful venue as well too, so I can't top that off. So I did. I posed myself. I did everything I had to do. I trained fucking hard for this competition, and then it turns out, boom, and the overall winner, Israeli. I was fucking livid. I was like, wow, Bro, that's shit. Insane. That's awesome. I want a fucking overall. That's and that, that kind of, no, you can cuss, <laughs> you can cuss all you want here. So that kind of just, that's the tone, that, man. You, yeah, that's that, that really did because now you are literally competing with any and every person and you came out on top. So that kind of shows you, doesn't matter how big of a category yeah, you're in, well said, any yes. category, you know, definitely. So that's awesome. That's awesome. So you just told us a little bit about your story, you know, on, on, competing but we haven't gotten into pro you know your first pro competition okay man let me tell you about that because i had to shrug my shoulders a little bit i had to steal a little strap no okay well a normal uh three months four months is what prepares you for a competition so this time i say you know what it's my third time doing my third time in Miami, I placed ninth the first time. The second time, I placed top five. So the first time, as you know, the last time, I said, you know, the third one's a charm. I need to place first. Yeah. I need you to go to my family. You got to get it. And my dad, you know, my dad hasn't, well, he went to the first one. He didn't go to the second one. So he went to the third one. He told me before the competition, he said, Israel, let's do it. So when he told me that, I was like, fuck. I had to prep my fucking shit and go crazy and be first place because I know he was going. Yeah. When my dad says, let's do it, you got it, it's, 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 it's game start. time. It's game time. time. No more fucking around. Third time, I'm not going back to Miami anymore. Yeah. Well. It's expensive. It's fucking, You're not you know, going back no more for this exactly. shit. So you got to win it this yeah, time. So yeah. once he told me, I was like, shit, all right, I had to do it. So anyways, I prepped maybe five months for this competition, man. And again, uh, you know, it's extensive. It's more discipline than anything. The workouts are very hectic. They're fucking outraged. Something that... You know, once you give your all, you give your all, and you have to, no matter what, you got to win. As far as family time, my children, I have my children, you know what I mean? They were all there to they support. They were there to support yeah. me. Even so my, all that all that gets your Everything, everything gets everything going. My daughters even tell me, hey, daddy, you cannot eat that because your competition, you're number one. <laughs> so having my daughters telling me that actually motivated Stay me, inspired me yeah, to be like, you know what? Point. I'm going to do it. I'm right. going to fucking do it. So anyways, leading up to that, the workouts are extensive. The diet is a fucking, it's grueling. Right. You know, but again, if you have something, a vision, like you were saying, a vision, you do anything impossible to get. It's all, to they're all that. stepping stones. It's all part of the exactly. progress. And, and I think once you understand that, that is part of the journey. And you've already mentally prepared for it. Like, exactly. I'm going to get there, but you also understand the, the amount of work the that's going to have to go into to it. Get to that. If you can understand that, then all these, all, all those little, you know, stepping stones that you end up going through, 
yeah. to other people, they're like, wow, you're going through all that, it's crazy, but to you, it's more, it's not so much of a surprise, because you already knew exactly. it was coming with the territory. Exactly, exactly. So leading up to that, I went to Miami, uh, thank God, my girlfriend, Elizabeth, watching this routine in baby Elizabeth, Elizabeth you, better be <laughs> <laughs> you better be watching but uh, yeah she's a great support system you know what I mean it's good to have people that support you in a journey like this because it goes down to diet you know sleep workouts everything you could possibly do it, it's it takes a whole group effort people say being self-made and all that shit and I don't believe anybody that says being self-made you have people around you that got you to where you are that, you know that support I mean? system, I'm sure, especially with your kids, yeah. you know, your two daughters at home. Whiskey Wednesdays. Um, Whiskey Wednesday. Um, I'm sure that you need that support yeah. system. You know, I'm sure that you need that backbone to come home to after those long training days, yeah, long, man, after those long workouts and, you know, tell you everything's going to be okay. I, I look at Conor McGregor's oh, wife man, dude. and I think she's like the, the story of all stories on, you know, the preparation that they, they, that they went through, especially him broke you know they yeah, didn't man. have money because all the money was going to the diet and her preparing exactly him but they, they visualized it they yeah. knew that he was gonna become a champion and she knew and she, she knew so just exactly. as much maybe even more than that he, he did, did exactly you know? yeah, yeah that's man. insane and i agree and i agree every so it just goes to show uh, behind every good man there's a good woman yeah so and you need that especially if you are trying to see success i i know it's important to have that support system behind I agree, you. I agree, I agree. So going back to my competition, so it turns out Miami, the day came, it was a third, I flew out from El Paso Thursday, got to Miami Thursday and uh, weigh-ins and all that, and I was scared, you know, flying to Miami, and I was so, you could probably see my, if you follow me on Instagram or Facebook, you could look through my photos, and there's a picture of me in the, in the airplane, all in the truck, <laughs> skele yeah, skeleton, dude, I was, my no eyes water. were popping out. Dehydrated. I look like this, I look like this. Fish out of the water. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, dude. And I couldn't even fucking drink water, so like, it was tough, man. It was, it was insane. It was hectic, man. So you can imagine the state of mind and my physical form being and everything how it was. But anyways, I went into weigh-ins, and the first thing I wanted to do was eat my steak. So after my weigh-ins, once you're cool with weigh-ins, once you meet your weight, you fucking start chowing down on your fucking potatoes, your steaks, but no water. Yeah. That's the only bad thing. But uh, so you still don't eat water. Yeah, you still don't drink. You drink maybe uh, a water little, weight stays. Yeah, water weight. And the thing with that, it's very, it's very technical when it goes into peak week, because if you drink water, uh, you start, you start getting full. You know what I mean? So you overbloat yourself. So you look, you have your muscles, but you don't see the fine definition when you're on stage. So it, it's Tip number one for Manny, don't drink water. <laughs> yeah, don't don't drink water if you're Look going to the buff. beach. And, yeah, <laughs> don't drink water. <laughs> Take some diuretics. <laughs> I'm just kidding. But, Put a little water pill on <laughs> No, yeah, so it was very hectic for me. Once I made weight, uh, my family ended up meeting me, my girlfriend, uh, my parents. May end up meeting me later on that night because I got there first. Yeah, I flew into Miami first, so you know once they came, I felt more comfortable, and we stayed all together in the same hotel. So that was good having the support. Everyone was catering to my mom. My mom actually shaves me. It's like a routine that we do. Oh, I, nice. As a I've seen that on uh, True Life. Yeah, right. Yeah, way back in the day. Yeah, really shaving the butt and everything. Yeah, <laughs> shaving everything. And then it's my mom. She always did that for me. That's, and that, cool, that's probably the only person that I would. Trust so your Jay. girl, your girl loves your mom. Huh? Yeah, she, she like, does. You got that one? You got, <laughs> you got that one? All right, cool. You got that one? <laughs> so, so yeah, she shaves. Like, it's it's a tradition, you know. My mom, it's yeah. it's a thing that we do. So she shaves me and all that good stuff. And uh, you know, and after that, uh, Saturday, Friday is actually what's called pre-judging. So in this case, you step in front. Competition of, Saturday. Yeah, the main comp. Well. I feel the main competition is actually on a Friday because oh, Friday okay. is when you normally know who the winner is. Okay, okay. 
So Friday they have it, then Saturday is more of a celebration. Basically, okay. they hand you the trophies. You get to celebrate with your mom so and family. So Friday is the day that you go up. Yeah, you go up there, you get there, and then you receive a trophy. But you will know more or less on the Friday, the day before. Okay. If you place top five or you place second, third, or first. Okay. So Friday, you know, what they do is they, they call out all the bantamweights, which I am a bantamweight. So they call them out. They start doing what's called their mandatory poses, which is they see the front, the side, the back, the other side. That's what called quarter turns. Which is your favorite pose? My favorite pose, to be honest, you know, it was my most muscular. It's like a pose that can I stand up? Yeah, go for it, go for it. it. Let's get this camera up so we see. Ah, oh, Paso, watch out! <laughs> All right, so there's many ways you can do a, a, a most muscular. Okay. There's one's called a crab. Like we do, you just step down and you ah. And you make those fucking sounds, yeah, dude. You should probably do it. Ah, like that. Motherfucker! Ah, so you, 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 you would do a double pump, you know? You do a double yeah. pump, make sure the legs are flexed, and you just fucking blast it. So that was my favorite pose. Back in the day, but until I got more familiar with the whole bodybuilding thing, I figured, you know what? This is my favorite pose. So it's called a side chest. So what you do is, you know, you, you, you slide this leg down nice, you feel that quad, and you throw your right arm, depending on which is your favorite. And you grab this, and you just and squeeze it. ah, you squeeze it. So it's showing you the quadriceps, the biceps, the shoulders, your abdomen, your chest. A little bit of everything. Yeah. So I think that's my best feature as far as bodybuilding. The crowd goes wild. Dope. Dope. It goes wild. Mine was actually. Ah! <laughs> ah! <laughs> that's <what I> <laughs> no. Ah! Ah! He did the side chest. Oh my god! Oh my god! <laughs> no. But see, so going back to that. Uh, that was great. So anyways, going back to my competition, Friday's where they see exactly who wins and okay. whatever the, the case is. Well, actually, we don't know as competitors, but we know more or less by the order they put you in. Okay. So the top five, they place the top five, they line them up, and what they do is the ones that are in the far end, they normally got fourth or fifth. And the ones closer to the middle, second or third. The and the one in the middle is so first. So as soon as you line up on the stage, yeah, you're so right like, there, boom, yeah, you get in there, like, fuck, like, so, bro. so, yeah, so, yeah, <laughs> so, at the beginning, when I entered the stage in Miami, I was actually at the far right, was your, yeah, far right, so I was like, damn, okay, cool, so they started calling out the mentors, mentors, boom, front, side, quarter turn to your right, blah, 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 yada, 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 and then not even five seconds into the competition, they're all like, I believe my number was fuck 101. I believe it was my my badge. They have numbers. Yeah. So they they called my number out, and they put me straight to the middle, bro. Put me straight to the middle, and amongst all the top five competitors in my category, so they move you from the right from the far to the right middle. to the middle. So middle, I was like fuck yeah, number one, <laughs> yeah. number fucking one. So I gotta hold it. So you gotta squeeze and everything. Start quarter turn to your right, quarter turn to your right, quarter turn to your right, quarter turn to your right. And I was still in the middle. And then from there, they do what's called uh, the posing. The posing, you know, they the front double bicep, side chest, back double bicep. There's a, you know, yeah, a number point. of, uh, yeah, a number of uh, routines that you have to do to show the judges. Okay, and that's the judges. Okay, so this guy has this, definition this, he has this, and blah, 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 yada, yada, yada. So, and then, all right, guys, thank you. Boom. So, I left the stage being in the middle. So, I told my family, fuck, Yeah. And it is not new. We don't even know. As competitors, we don't know, don't for, know for sure, sure. guaranteed. <laughs> but, but you were in but, the middle. Yeah, but what from what the hearsay around the bodybuilding bodybuilding community is that if you're in the middle, you most likely got first place. Okay, so yeah, so we I ended up being in the middle. All right, bantam weights. Thank you very much. Boom, boom, boom. Yada yada yada. I walked out, and in my mind I was like, shit. I turned pro. There's only 
fucking thought I had in my head. So when you go, when you place first, you're pro? Yeah, so it's, it's, at a national level, it's the first, the first place and the second place turn pro. And that's it. But the first Holy place... Shit. What was that feeling like? Oh, man. Well, shit, dude. Words can't even explain the feeling. Once, Saturday, going back to... Well, going to Saturday, and that's when they received the rewards or anything like that. They lined me up in the top five. They started calling everyone out. Fifth place, blah, blah, blah. Fourth place, blah, blah, blah. I was like, fuck. I was just flexing it. Third place, blah, blah, blah. And then say, oh, fuck. Hope I'm not second. Hope I'm not second. Second place, Joey. I forgot his name, but congratulations, Joey. If you're watching. <laughs> Joey, congrats. So, so, so he got second place, but then, hey, if you're not first, you're last, man. <laughs> no, Joey. But, <laughs> but congratulations to you, Joey. But, uh, and, then, and, then, and then I heard, and first place winner, Israel Leano. Oh, no, I'm sorry. Israel Leano. I didn't say Mexican, but Israel Leano. <laughs> you're in Florida, right? Yeah, <laughs> I know, right? Puerto Rican so anyways they called my name out and I got fucking excited like hell yeah so I went up there I picked my trophy everyone congratulated me and my competitors you know it takes tough I know what they went through yeah yeah and so I give my hats off to them or any competitor in that matter you know what I mean you're in El Paso anywhere in the world if you're competing you know strive for the best work hard and God willing, turn pro and even be better than that. You know what I mean? Win a pro show and, you know, in all God's hands. Yeah, yeah. But anyways, um, I turned pro and the, the words that I heard, man, going off that cha- that stage as a pro, when they have these guys that, you know, correct everything, and, you know, basically put order into the show. There's different guys in suits and all right. like that. So as I was walking down, the gentleman told me, congratulations, bro. Welcome to the IFBB. Wow! Fucking Holy blew shit. my fucking mind. What did you feel? Bro? I was Tell like, me. the Tell first me. words walking off the damn stage to my right were that you're pro. Boom. Welcome to the IBB. Oh! I was like, shit. Holy Who shit. says things like that? You know what I mean? To me? And then I go back to the hard work that I've done five, three, four months ago with it's like a, a busting my ass. Yeah, you, dude. You it's like everything, the whole process just flashed before my eyes, man. It flashed before my eyes. I was excited and fuck and then I was happy it was still in shock I couldn't really do anything so when I first did I just took a picture of my trophy boom put in my story boom I did it I was like wow you just did it I did it man my heart sank a little bit and uh, tears were running down and man all that hard all that hard work so it goes to show it goes to show man like anything you do in life whether it be bodybuilding right you know your profession or something you're trying to chase in life your career education it takes sacrifice and hard work man. it takes sacrifice and hard work and discipline and a good support system right it's like I saw myself getting my bachelor's degree working so hard my four years and finally hey Israelianos here's your degree that's why I found the way in the bodybuilding community the bodybuilding world you know as a fitness guy I feel like I got my fucking doctorate degree you know getting my pro my pro card yeah. You know, so it takes hard work. So if anybody out there is striving to be something, there'd be bodybuilding or bikini girl, or not only in the fitness community, but in your daily life, you know, right. if you're going to school, you have a dream, you have a vision, an actor, actress, something that might not seem, it might seem out of this world to you, but if you have the dream, if you have the desire to be that, you know, I used to look at videos when I was a little kid, man, and I see like all these professionals, uh, artists, I always wanted to be an actor, man. 
and they would, I would hear them say, you know, all you have to do is follow your dreams. You yeah. follow your dreams. Like, and that's so easy for them to say because they're already there. Because yeah, yeah. I never knew what was behind that. Every I single person, see, like, every person that's in the spotlight has that they, story. They, they, they have a fucking struggling shit. story they to were get never to where they're they were. Exactly, exactly. You know? so, so now, I'm not saying I'm some sort of public figure or uh, whatever. I am a professional bodybuilder. But, <laughs> but you can't say is, that now. <laughs> but, but the thing is, man, like now I could relate to you a little grasp of where they're at, or people that you know struggled so hard to be where they are, to be successful, and be, you know, because this is life. It that is, that life. is life. Yeah. Anything that you want to do, you know, and I, I can relate, even though you know. I'm not a bodybuilder. Yeah. I don't go to the gym. You should be, man. You yeah. got some potential in there. I need to be your trainer, man. Man, come find me. I'll get you my card afterwards, and we'll come out. <laughs> Definitely, for <laughs> sure. But um, you know, I think with anything, anything, any goals that you set your mind to, a lot of people just get scared of the size of the goal. For you, it man. was becoming pro. You yeah. know, and and coming from El Paso, and you know, being a correct the band. Batting oh, Batten weight. Batten weight. Um, the smallest fucking guy. Smallest guy. You know. Winning everybody. There, there's so many. There's right. so many things. Yeah. That could tell you that's fucking impossible. Yeah. Being professional, yeah. Israel, slow down, bro. You're you're Batten weight. You're Batten you know? weight. Yeah. So there's so many things that could stop you, and there's so many things that could have stopped any single person in the spotlight, any famous person, anything that any person that's done big things. But it's pushing through all that noise, believing in yourself. Having the discipline and also having the mindset that you're you're you know what the fuck is about to come and exactly. about to happen. Yeah, sure you up. know what's sure gonna up. have to come. You know how much work you're gonna have to put into it. And I think with any successful person, they have to go through that. They have to they have to mentally yeah, prepare man. themselves. To mentally, nothing in life comes easy, brother. Yeah, yeah. Nothing comes easy. It always takes some sort of sacrifice to get to where you're at. Right. Yeah. Right. Right. Definitely. So, I mean that that's an insane story and and. You know, being now that you're pro, I mean, what's next for you? Well, what's next for me is, uh, I took a pill in Ibiza. <laughs> <laughs> finish the, finish the <laughs> lyrics. No, they I don't know. end there good. <laughs> hey, let's run those lyrics as I can sing it. No, no, no. It's Until a good song. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah, there you go. Then he talks about being broke and wasting all his money. No, no. It, Mike Bowser, good guy. I like him. Hey, what's up, Mike Bowser? Here he is. Like, yeah, you Mike, we got to get you on the podcast. That's yes, so we do. No, but uh, what's next for me is I want to do more marketing for myself. You know what I mean? Awesome. I want to promote myself more. God willing, be a Kelvin Klein model. Uh, would you get like Why see not? <laughs> no, no, so that you know, I, I always wanted to do something like that. Maybe be an underwear model for a little bit. Uh, but I want to do that during the duration of trying to prep for my pro debut. I actually trying to. I want to. I want to prepare myself. Hopefully next year. To do my pro debut, which is my first pro show ever. Pro com- so you're going up against. Yeah, pros. I'm going. Like, you're going against the crop, man. The yeah. best fucking out there, best best guys out there. So it's gonna be a tough for me, but I do need to add some more weight to drop down to a certain weight. But uh, I'm gonna try my best to yeah. get there. And so, you know. so talk to me about that process, because I know the process is it must be crazy. I mean, oh, yeah, man. I mean, not only diet, but discipline. How much discipline that has to go into preparing for a competition of that magnitude. So, tell me a little bit about the preparation, but also, you know, being that you're a family man, you have two daughters yeah. at home, you have your wife, uh, my girlfriend, girlfriend. Um, you have your girl at home, you have your, your two girls at home as well. How does prepping for a competition affect you? What is that process like? And how does it f- affect your family as well? Are they yeah. kind of on that same, you know, 
diet as you? Are you know what? Yeah. How, is, how is your house well, like? Okay, so as far as my family, oh, yeah. as far as my family's involved and how they, you know, adapt to my style of training, getting ready for a competition. Uh, first of all, my girlfriend is very supportive. Of me, right. You know what I mean? She doesn't eat fucking McDonald's or Waterburger and all that. That's tough, huh? Yeah, dude. I actually seen something like that. Like, ah, but now I'm over that. <laughs> I, I've done many competitions in my. But you career. know what's funny, real quick, I'm, and yeah, you're go gonna you're gonna touch up on this story, but. I'm actually vegetarian. I don't even. Oh know. shit! But everybody's yeah, fucking yeah. some bomb ass looking <laughs> in front of me, and at first it was so hard. But too. why are you vegetarian? Why? why you There's a lot of reasons. I've been for two years. You saw that Netflix fucking. No, show. no. This was, I, I was a veg- I was already, <laughs> I was already a veteran vet- vegetarian. I know a lot of <laughs> vegans out there. <laughs> you have a Netflix vegans. <laughs> yeah. No, but going no, back. No, no. But yeah, I mean, it's it's crazy. But no, I, I, you know, everyone tweets out. Whatever you guys feel, it's good for you. But the thing is, that, so the diet's very excruciating, as all body, body bodybuilders know. You know, it takes a lot of discipline into that whole prepping and weight right. training and all that good stuff. And as far as family time, you know, it, as selfish as it sounds, man, you, you know, you have to, uh, you know, you think about yourself. You know what I mean? As far as my children, I love my children. You know what I mean? But when I do, I, I'm divorced, so I uh, have my children every other week and have visitation okay. and all that. But when I do have them, you know, I love my children. I want to be there, spending time, taking them out to the park, eating out dinners, and, you know, going out to movies. Right, dude? So doing all that good stuff. And I feel a little selfish by that. You know, I still do it, but it just, I feel like so goal-oriented to accomplish something, something that I already envisioned that I was going to do and hopefully come out successful. So I kind of, you know, it's really tough for them. And, you know, and I tell them, baby, you know what? You know, this is daddy's job, I have to do this, you know what I mean? So as far as my children, I educate them on what daddy does, you know what I mean? And uh, they know. What do they, they say? What do they say? Well, they're very supportive, man. They're very supportive. I have, uh, my youngest is, uh, she just turned seven, happy birthday, Autumn. And, uh, Autumn. Autumn, 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 yeah. And my eldest is eight years old. Seven, seven and eight. Seven and eight. So they they know exactly what daddy does and uh, what he's all about. And they tell me, you know, diet, daddy, you're dieting. You cannot eat that. So they're very supportive having your children say that. Like, yeah, hey, I'll be cool. Insane. You know what I mean? Tells you, know, you that before yeah, the competition. Exactly. So, yeah. So then there was one time when I was going down I-10, uh, there was a billboard of me, man. I was I was plastered on the billboard for promoting a, a, a competition. Really? So, yeah. So I pulled over to I-10 and my daughter saw like, daddy, that's you. They got all <laughs> that's happy. So, so that was so cool to see, man. I saw the looks They're in their eyes. They're proud of you. Huh? They're very proud of me, man. That's cool, man. And uh, so that was that was like, ah, okay, so I have to do something for them. So I have all these, you know, that, you know, that made me become pro. I wanted to become professional because people were not relying on it, but I wanted to make my daughters happy more than anything. I was like, you know what? That is my dad. Yeah. That is my dad. You know, I'm proud of him. That's that's huge, right? That's Leaving a legacy huge, for, yeah. for your kids. Yeah, and, man, and I want you know, that. So they I want remember. that. Exactly, man. So that's what that gives me the drive of the fire to do is for my children, most importantly. Because yeah. without them, I don't know, God, God knows that I'll become out probably become a realtor. You don't want that. You don't want that. Bad for business. Bad for relationship. Hey, don't hate me, man. It's your podcast. No, I'm just kidding. But I'm doing something that I'm passionate about. Yeah, yeah. Too, of course. And that's what we love. Yeah. And, you know, if they say, if you're doing something that you love and you're working a day in your life, right? Exactly. And that's the way I feel right now. You know what I mean? I could be working at 9 to 5, but I'm being told what to do. But, you know, I'm living. Yeah, you yeah. know, but it takes sacrifice to get to that point. You know what I mean? And anyone can do the same. You know, we're all here. You know, you got to take the fruit of life and embrace it and just definitely. go for it, you know? Yeah, definitely. So after that, uh, after my, my daughters, everything like that, I have that motivation. And 
again, it's hard because I don't really take them out. As it gets to, like close to the competition, it's very tough. I mean, I, sometimes I live with my girlfriend, I live with my mom, because I'm just 100% gym, 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 diet, 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 sleep, sleep, sleep. But they give you that space. They yeah, understand. they do. They, they do. Understand they understand you're in that mode. And they do. And they do. And I appreciate them. I love yeah. them very much for that. That's awesome. And then my girlfriend over there preparing me. Even when I go to their mom's house, my girlfriend's mom's house, uh, they prepare, like, it's crazy, the salmon, the vegetables, I'm like, wow, I have a great support system, even going to another place, instead of eating, you know, whatever, you know, they prepare what's according to my diet, yeah, yeah. so that's really cool, having a support system like that, yeah, and a girlfriend definitely. like that, that cares for you, and that wants to better you, you know what I yeah. mean, in every way possible, but again, she feels, because when I have my carbs depleted, I turn into a beast, I'm like, ah, oh, I want my bread, I want everything, <laughs> <laughs> so it gets like that, man. I heard Whataburger. Yeah, I love Whataburger. That's number one with cheese. Actually, got, I, I upgraded to the double patty with cheese. Oh, really? Fuck. I'll get the number one, too. Yeah. Without the patty. <laughs> Throw some hash browns in that. Throw some tofu no, on that no, burger. No, no patty, extra hash browns. <laughs> it's whack. It sucks. But it's my life. But hey, my that's decision. good. Man, hey, if you live it, promote yeah, yeah, it. And do what you got to do to for sure. So Bloody, that process, I mean, getting ready, you know, for a competition, how long How long does it take for you to, I mean, I'm pretty sure everybody's different. Every, everybody's, exactly. Everybody's Everyone has a body different, different you know? body type. But uh, for me, a good solid five to four months is something that I could prepare myself good for a competition, depending on where I'm at. I know uh, regionally uh, competitions, regional competitions and stuff like that, I can normally get my body ready like in three three months, you know what I mean? But now that I'm training pro, I want to fucking take full concentration. Because yeah. now it's some cash prizes now, dude. If I went in first place, it was like five thousand, ten thousand, fifty thousand, hundred thousand dollars. If I turn up, if I go to a if I win a, a two first, if I win first place in a pro show, I get qualified for Olympia, I believe. Olympia is the the, the mecca. What Arnold, you know, that's is what Arnold. In, yeah, the 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 great competitors out there, exactly. So I turned Olympia and I went first place on my category. So it's a big chunk of change that I could do with it. So, and that's the goal, you know what I mean? Not only for the money, it's something that I love and what I like to do. And uh, and just to show people, man, a hometown El Paso guy could do, you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, Put an El Paso on the map. Yeah, and that's what I love, 305 man. And, exactly. all the and always remain humble and always, you know, inspire people to do what they want. You know? Right, right. That's crazy. So you mentioned earlier that you had a coach too. Is that something that, you know, you recommend, I mean, for the people that are watching on, you know, iTunes, on YouTube, yeah. um, maybe thinking of getting into bodybuilding or, or competing, yeah, taking you, it, you know, yeah, taking it to the next level. And how important do you think it, it is to have a good coach? But also, what, what kind of advice or tips would you recommend to somebody okay, yeah, that is thinking about taking that career? Okay, as a... As that, as coaching's involved, and yeah, it's all based on trust, man. You got to do your research on your coaches and see what they're all about, look right. at their resume. And there's a lot of coaches out here that are really <clears> good <throat> as well. And, you know what I mean? I'll, I'll hold nothing back to them, you know what I mean? They're doing a good job with other competitors. But do your research, you know what I mean? Yeah. Do your research on the competitor, I mean, on the, on the coach. And uh, as far as my coach, you know, I really trained by myself for the most part, man. And I had a guy that introduced me into uh, the bodybuilding scene. My first competition was Johnny. They call him Johnny Lachingas. 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 So if you guys any competitors out there looking for opposing coach, a coach to get you out there, it's Johnny Lachingas and Danny Samaniego. Those two guys are the ones that helped me out. Danny was the one that helped me out in my pro show. The last three weeks of my pro show, he, he prepped me out with my diet, my posing, 
which I really thank him for. And again, with Johnny Lachingas, he's been there since to the, the day one, my first competition. He's helped me out uh, great, you know what I mean? So those two guys are the ones that I could tell any guys here in El Paso to go with if they're looking for a, a trainer or a coach to competitive or a lifestyle. But uh, yeah, that's what you want to do as far as uh, finding a coach. Just do your research on them, make sure they have good background and uh, you know, make sure you, you trust them, you know, like any yeah, relationship, definitely. you know, you got relationships all about trust, right? Yeah, for sure. Any yeah. relationship. Yeah, I agree. I agree. So, I, agree. I mean, what advice would you have to somebody that is trying to go pro or trying to, you know, compete? Uh, we're right now on live on Instagram. If you want to jump on Instagram too, live. Um, but right now we're recording Whiskey Wednesday podcast sessions number seven with my good friend Israel Leanos. He is the only men's. <laughs> Who are you kissing? Who are you kissing? Hey, man. I was kissing myself. I'm kissing my network. I'm kissing my network. <laughs> the men's bodybuilding pro here in El Paso. Yeah, only men's body, uh, professional uh, bodybuilding pro here in El Paso. Sharing his story a little bit about, you know, his competition. You actually placed first place, first place. in 2017's NPC Nationals Championship. And, uh, you know, representing for El Paso. Talking a little bit about his story. Right now, we're kind of going over the progress or the prep that it takes for him to, you know, kind of prepare for a big competition like this. Um, being pro, you know, you're getting ready for your next Yeah, that pro in a year. I got one in a year. I plan yeah. to do more marketing for myself business-wise. And uh... So, uh, right now, we're uh, recording Whiskey Wednesday podcast sessions. We got the whiskey here. We are on our second glass. Salute. Right? It's whiskey Wednesdays. Whiskey Wednesdays, um, right now it's a little after 2 p.m. in the afternoon, so do not judge us. But we're drinking Basil, Basil Hayden's. Uh, it's a new whiskey. It's really good, actually. Really good. I'm a whiskey drinker as well. It's yeah. Tasteful. Awesome. It goes down smooth. I'm having a good time. I'm making that many. Awesome, awesome. Melissa, David Trejo. David Trejo actually just had uh, his interview last week. He oh, nice. owns um, a car wash and barber shop, and uh, he's an entrepreneur. We talked a little bit about his story. His episode actually just dropped today, Woo! episode number six. Make sure Andy you guys Trejo! Uh, David Trejo. No, David Trejo. Don't apologize. David Trejo. David Trejo. What's up, Melissa? Uh, Lulu, hey, how you doing? So if you guys have any questions for my guest, Israel Leanos, uh, he's a professional, the only men's professional bodybuilder here in El Paso. He's flexing on me right now. <laughs> <laughs> but um, we're going over his story again. Um, so kind of talking a little bit about your story, Israel. Yeah. Um, what are some of the biggest struggles that you've had you know, in the journey to becoming pro, a professional bodybuilder here in El Paso? The struggles, it goes down to, again, the diet's actually a big fucking deal, excuse my language, but uh, as far as the diet, the weight training, you know, the people around your life, you know, it, it takes all into consideration of everything that's going on, but if you have the right mindset, if you focus on a goal, you could accomplish anything. Yeah, definitely, definitely. So, what, what were some of those things that you had to go through? that kind of put it to the test, you know? You had, you you were telling me, you know, when you first wanted to go pro, you already had it in your mind that yeah, you were, were going to go compete, you were going to get first place. Yeah, it's the vision. Um, it's the vision. It all starts with the vision. You, you visualize it, and to watch it manifest, it takes sacrifice. It takes hard work. So what you do is, you visualize it, you do what you got to do, and you're going to have trials and tribulations, or what they call it. And once you surpass that, you get to where you are and you just pick up the reward. 
pick it up. Pick <laughs> like, it up. It's, just the, it's just on the floor. Uh, Melissa has a question. Melissa, drop your question. We're going to be answering them. Uh, we're here with the only men's professional bodybuilder in El Paso, Israel Leanos. Um, we got people joining in right now. Right now, we're actually recording Whiskey Wednesday episode number seven Ooh. podcast Ooh. sessions. And um, we're getting right into it. So what we haven't kind of got into is kind of your backstory. Obviously, you know, you're a little buffer than me, uh-huh. right? A little bit buffer. Yeah, <laughs> you got some guns on I got, you. The, I got the big suit on, <laughs> so I can't see. But um, what, what was it like before taking on this journey? I mean, were you always like this? Were you always you know into what? fitness? Or what kind of got you, you know into what? A big fitness? Uh, you know what? That's good that you asked that. Um, growing up, I admired Bruce Lee. Okay. Bruce Lee, I think aesthetically, he was the, the physique that I wanted to see. Right. And uh, as that, as a kid, you know, thank God to genetics, I had a pretty good, uh, you know, I had some abs, had the good stuff, got, you know, God bless me with great genetics, thank God. But uh, <laughs> he was the guy that I, I admired. So I was like five, six years old doing push-ups, sit-ups, doing leg lifts, doing anything possible to, make, to achieve a, a body like him. Of course, I was young. But I've always been athletically. I, was, I, was, I did boxing when I was uh, like 10 years old. I, really? I competed in Golden Gloves and I won my first boxing match. So that was nice. Like, so, but my parents, you know, actually my mom was like, no, me go do that. But going back to the subject was, uh, Bruce Lee was my inspiration. And then uh, going into high school, I was working out, doing my whole thing. And uh, I just couldn't wait for the last bell to ring to go to the gym and start lifting weights. So you were just always... Yeah, you know, I, I, I was... I maintain some muscle, but not to competitive level that I am right now. Right. So this competitive level of, of bodybuilding and training my physique to what it is now, it was must have been like three, three years ago it took. Well, my first competition was three years ago, so that happened, and uh, and yeah, that's where it led to where I'm at now, and I'm more disciplined now. My my diet matches my workouts. My workouts match my diet, and it's just the whole scheme of things that you got to put into correlation to make physique to what it is now right right so we have a, a couple of people joining in azil what's up araceli ruby one warrior uh melissa if you guys drop your questions if you guys have any questions i'm here um, to answer them all israel is answering them if you have any <laughs> questions about you know going through the process of finding your calling or finding the success if you have any questions on bodybuilding on fitness on what to eat what not to eat and question for you because i always see this after a lot of people compete, yeah. they're always super excited, super tanned ah, up, tanned man. up, excited. Where is your cheat meal? What What is that cheat meal? You know what, to me, man, I'm pretty sure all competitors know, or I don't pizza. know. Pizza. Yeah! <laughs> Dude! Dude! I love pizza. Pizza, pizza, pizza. Every damn show that I've done, I've eaten I love it. pizza. Mushrooms, sausage, the, the works. works. The, the works. works. <laughs> Woo! So yeah, the That's works, funny. I do that. So the first thing I ask for my mom, like my mom and my girlfriend are normally there the whole time. Yeah, we're good. And they told us crew checking up on us. Hey, they been great to us. Shout out to us. told us. But uh, yeah, I always ask for Snickers and uh, some pizza. So that's my cheat meal that I some go to. Some Snickers on top of the pizza or on Man, the I have my pizza. I have my Snickers wrapped <laughs> in the pizza. Might as well. I just, <laughs> I just let it consume. <laughs> I don't even chew. I just open my mouth 
I dropped a pizza in there. Damn, that's insane. That's insane. I actually <laughs> have cheat meal every Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and Sunday. Damn! Pizza is no! life. <laughs> it is life. It really is life. But I did actually eat some Grimaldi's yesterday. I went to the oh, golf. So I good, went to man. the driving range on Lichavino, hit some balls. Where'd you go? Oh, pizza. You know what? That's actually the top golf of the east side. <laughs> <laughs> the, the ghetto? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's a good place. I used to I I see shit somewhere. And it's a top golf of the no, all right, come on. <laughs> it is. It's honestly fun, though. I mean, it's very it's, fun. It's super affordable. I, I think I got 120 balls yesterday for like $10. Damn, that's great. Man. You get the clubs there. Uh, you can take uh, you can take food. You just can't take beer, but they serve beer. They serve beer, yeah. yeah that's they really serve fun. alcohol yeah, there, so yeah, yeah. it's really cool. But uh, yeah, I hit some balls yesterday. So. That's good. So the pizza was the thing. Yeah, the, the, I had to get some carbs to burn them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shit, it's all about that I actually love golf. Bro. Really? I, I hey, man, we need to go golf sometime. Really? Yeah, I, yeah. I do. I do a little bit of. There's a the main man Benny. Benny he owns a, the golf course on Hawkins. I think it's the Lone Star Golf Course. Really? It's really cool. Yeah, I'm really cool friends with them. So we should go sometime and uh, shoot some golf at Lone Star. Really? For sure. Yeah, Let's man. do it. I know uh, one of my clients actually, Caleb Barber. He's uh, relocating back to Louisiana. Or Illinois, I'm sorry. Yeah. Illinois, um, but he's a huge golfer, so we'll probably bring him on before. He hey man, well I'm not, I'm not that big time. I want to be, a, I'm a <laughs> well, pro bodybuilder, but now I want to be a pro golfer. Okay. Give me some time. <laughs> You're working on that. I'm working on it. It's in the making. Trying making. to work on my back swing. Yeah. <laughs> cool, cool. So um, we're talking a little bit about your story. We're talking yeah. a little bit about you know bodybuilding. You're the only men's professional bodybuilder right. here yes. in El Paso. Um, is there any women bodybuilders? Yes, there know? is. There's actually, a, I believe there's, man, correct me if I'm wrong, I don't know, I don't want to miss any anybody out there, but I know there's a two or two bikini girls and one figure girl. I know there's Lizzie Martinez and... Shout out Lizzie. Shout out Lizzie. Uh, Natalia... Shout out I Natalia. think her name's Natalia. I do apologize, guys. I'm not good with names. Uh, and there's a figure girl. She actually, there's a figure girl here in El Paso that actually has gone to Olympia. Really? She works out at the, the gym off of Wrestler. She's badass. She's always ripped year-round, and she competed in Olympia, actually, the past two or three years. Wow. Yeah, so it's very impressive. And, and I, yeah. that's that's where I want to go. That's where I want to be. I think I think I belong there. Olympia. So so, what is that progress like for you now? Obviously, so we talked about the the um, the progress or what you have to do to go pro. Yes. Right. You have to place first or second. First or second on a national show. Okay. And there's I believe there's four national shows or five if I'm mis- I'm not mistaken. There's a Pittsburgh, Vegas, Miami. Did I see Pittsburgh. Miami. Shout out. Shout out Pittsburgh. Did. Pittsburgh, Miami, Vegas, and I believe there's one in New York or Jersey. I'm not sure. Uh, the one I've only competed was Miami, and actually they say Miami is actually one of the hardest competition, national competitions to go to. Because everybody there is already, yeah, man. they're already competition ready. Yeah. You know, I lived out there and hey, one advice, one advice is if you're a competitor and you want to compete, you know, you got to go out there. You got to stay out of the regional area. You know, compete here, it's good, but move on. You got to see what the competition is all about. Get out there, you know, don't get scared. It's it's tough, but, you know, it's going to make you better. It's going to bring, you know, you better, more of acknowledgement of what is out there and what your body should look like yeah, in definitely. a national level. If you always stay regionally, if you stay locally, you know, you will see what's best here, but I guarantee you, if you go to a, 
another competition out the of the best, states. Of the best. You see the creme of the crop, and then you just bring it back, and you dominate, and you go other places, and you dominate there, and then you go to a national level, and you dominate there. And it's very satisfying. So don't be scared. Don't be scared, guys. If you're there, if you're a competitor, if you're a bodybuilder, bikini girl, whatever it is, you stay focused, grind hard, do what you got to do, and explore. You know what I mean? There's always room for improvement. You know what I mean? I'm not saying I'm the best bodybuilder or the fitness guy or the trainer guy or whatever it is. You know, I'm, I'm a work in progress as well. I, I take any knowledge that I can from other people, and I just keep on, you know, trying to be the best that I can be. Definitely. Definitely. Yeah. So, and that's... And that's one of the huge things I think a lot of people in El Paso feel like you can only be big here in El Paso. But, you know, there's a lot of people that are making a huge name out here um, in the city, doing a lot of big things music wise, you know, sports wise. Now we have bodybuilding wise, real estate wise, you know. Hey, Khalid. <laughs> Khalid. Hit me up. Khalid. Khalid. I want to really get Khalid on this podcast. Bro. Hey, man. We Even if he doesn't him. drink po- uh, whiskey, you know, we'll get whatever he drinks in here. Hey, Khalid. Whatever it's going to cost. Anytime we're in El Paso, come to me. I'll train you. We'll work something out. And we'll get it going. And when you're ready for your house, Khalid, I got a castle <laughs> for you somewhere in the city. You name, you name the spot and I got it for you. So... Cool, man. So we're talking a little bit about your yeah. story. You know, we're talking a little bit about bodybuilding, competing, um, setting goals, killing goals, you know, being disciplined. Um, we, we've talked a little bit about your support system, having a good support system, yes. especially for you, you know, being uh, competing, you have to be disciplined all around. You know? Yeah. It's an, an all around All aspects of life. Yeah. Anything that comes to you, you have to be disciplined. It all takes consistency, discipline, and a vision. Yeah. You know what I mean? You gotta have all those three factors, or even more. You know, I mean, just to get to what you need to do as far as being a bodybuilder, business person, or uh, you know, going through school, getting your degree. You gotta be consistent, because if you don't show up to class, fuck. You know, you get an F. Yeah. You know, definitely. so fuck. What's the purpose? Fuck sure. you quit. You know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you know, for somebody that's not even close to, or doesn't have the that the big goals of being a professional bodybuilder, mm-hmm. but somebody that just wants to get in shape. You know, because okay. you're a trainer as well. Yes. Right? So, um, first of all, where do you train? And uh, I train here at Fit City Gym. It's Fit off of uh, Garufa. It's off of Mesa. It's uh, 5411 Fit City Gym. But you guys can contact me and uh, work something out. If you have my Instagram, you follow me on Instagram or Facebook. Um, you guys can just uh, shoot me a message, DM me. I actually do online training as well. So, if you guys want to interested, excuse me, shoot me a message. And uh, we'll get back to you. I'll get back to you as soon as I can, and uh, we'll work something out. It's that Basil Hayden's. We're on our second <laughs> of some whiskey. Dude, it, these know? snifters are very nice. Yeah, these are. They're, they're really nice. You, you, know, you know what I do? You know what I do? I actually uh, mix my pre-workout in some of these. With whiskey? No, no. <laughs> hey, wouldn't that be great? I need to try it. Dude. No, no. I just uh, no, I mix it in there. I put some LaCroix or some uh, Topo Chico. Okay. Some little topo. Some little topo. A little topo don't hurt nobody. Hey, and, that, and that's a good thing for all the viewers out there watching right now. Uh, topo chico with uh, pre-workout, it's great. You know, so try it out if you guys haven't tried it out. <laughs> if you guys use just regular water, uh, <laughs> shout out Topo Chico, sponsor me, yeah, Topo. Topo, we've been trying to get a little sponsor from you, Topo <laughs> Chico. Mm-hmm. So going back to the question, mm-hmm. what advice would you have to somebody that's just trying to get in shape? Um, you know, not not necessarily compete, not necessarily go get pro. Basically, a lifestyle type of deal. Yeah. Okay, uh, someone that's trying to get in shape, 
You know, you, you got to start off, you actually got to talk to yourself in a way. You can be like, okay, what do I want to do or how far do I want to take my body? First of all, look for a gym. Look for a gym that you feel comfortable in. Right. You know, look for a gym you feel comfortable in. Know the area, know the equipment. And then uh, if you need a trainer, look for a trainer. See which is something that you feel comfortable with. You trust your trainer because you know what? The trainer's going to take you to a place, uh, you know, healthier you, basically. Right. So make sure you trust the trainer. And, uh... <laughs> Keep going. Sorry. We're still on. You trust your trainer. You go ahead. And then you tell them. Basically tell them. I recommend if you're trying to get started... Uh, let me see. I'm sorry. Excuse me. Right now... Ep- Recording episode number seven of Whiskey Wednesday podcast session with my guest Israel Leonis. Israel Leonis, oh, Leonis. Leonis. Come on, Man, God damn. <laughs> we all make Leonis. shakes here, right? Yeah. So he is actually the only men's body professional bro. bodybuilder here in El Paso. He's also a trainer. Yes. And right now we're kind of giving you some tips. You know, if you're not thinking about going pro, you're not trying to compete, but you just want to get in shape. You just want to get, you know. Back on, on track. Back on you know, track, you know. If you're pregnant, you're losing that, or post-pregnancy or whatever, and trying to get a healthier lifestyle. You know, like I said, find a gym that you're comfortable with, you feel at ease, and uh, find yourself a trainer. I, I believe, well, you know, that's what I do for a living, and I believe it's a good source for you to actually tell them what you think and what you feel and how what you want your body, your goals, and what you what is capable for you to reach in those goals. And he should be you know, knowledgeable to let you know of uh, what you need to do. So from there, you take it then and you keep on stepping forward. And again, diet, cardio, workouts are all, you know, the factors of trying to maintain a good, healthier you. Right. What are what are some of the, um, you know, kind of responsibilities as a trainer, as a good trainer? What what are some of the things that a good trainer should be doing for somebody okay. that, that wants to get in shape? Yes, okay. With that, that's, very, that's a good question, you know what I mean? And there's many trainers out there, you know, that's good. Uh, but the thing is, what I recommend, if you're looking for a trainer, do your research for sure. That's number one thing. Do your research upon the trainer. Because you're not only in, you're investing, you know what I mean? You're, right. you're investing, you're investing your time, your money. And uh, basically, you're, you're holding them reliable to the outcome of your, your body right. and your health goals. But uh, make sure if you want, you know, what it is, what I do, what I do personally uh, I have I do a fitness assessment before they even sign with me before they even sign any documentation I do what's called a fitness assessment. Okay. I make sure their form is good and by that I communicate with them. You gotta communicate with your trainer. You gotta because that's it's like a relationship. You communicate and they tell you about themselves. You tell them about yourselves and see if there's any injuries involved or anything like that. So you right. work around that. You know what I mean? You gotta listen to them. You gotta listen to your client. You gotta be like, okay, so you have this, you have that. Okay, there's some ways that we can work out. So right now I'm basically when I do a fitness assessment. I'm uh I'm getting my knowledge of my client. Okay. To see exactly what everybody's different. Everybody's Everybody different. Exactly. And everybody exactly is, exactly is different. different. Yeah. So I gain my knowledge. I gain my knowledge. Not get. I gain my knowledge from that initial assessment. Okay. So I do an assessment on them, make sure their form and everything, like see how it is, and maybe I can perfect. I perfect it, and everything goes like that. And then from there, uh, I talk to them. You know what I mean? I do a measurements. And I do what's the fitness assessment. And measure actually, for fat and yeah, their fat, their BMIs, and all that. And I make sure whatever goals that they want, whatever they tell me. Okay, Israel, I want to lose weight. So right there, I get the program ready. Okay, okay, it's gonna take me this time to get that program ready. All this other good stuff, and see what we can do to actually start orchestrating the workouts for them. Okay. 
Okay, cool. You know what I mean? Every month, I just hired some guy. His name is Gustavo uh, from Texas. Shout out Gustavo. Gustavo. Gustavo from Texas A&M. He actually doing my uh, my measurements for my clients. Nice. So I, I just hired him, and he's doing my measurements for my clients. So we keep a track record of all my clients. Something new on Pass. I don't know if anybody's doing that right now, but... Uh, if you're a trainer, that's something that you could possibly do for your clients. A service that you could provide for your clients is hiring, or you do it yourself, doesn't matter. But I hired one of my, uh, a guy from Texas he's a kinesiology major. Okay. So he's doing that, he's measuring my clients every month, their BMIs, all that. It's to track their progress. Right, because you have to track. Exactly. You have exactly. to track results. You, you have, have to track. You, have you know, track. and when my clients see the results, like, oh, okay, yeah, okay, boom, 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 we'll see what we need to work on. Right. If they're bad, if they're, okay, I could easily perfect it, changing their diet, changing the workouts, I'm gonna go by that. It makes it a lot easier for my client, and it makes it a lot easier for me to uh, better the process on their yes. fitness journey. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you have to kind of cater that, or detail, create a detailed plan. Yeah, you know, yeah. And that's what I'm trying to start. I'm trying to start something different that where my clients feel comfortable, and not only that, they see the results. And, uh, you know, and that's what I'm here for. This is my lifestyle, this is what I do, and uh, I'm trying to just give my clients the best that I possibly can and best to offer to them. Definitely, definitely. So you said you do also some online uh, yes, well, I do right? some online training. Actually, my website's being built right now. It looks amazing. It's going to make it more accessible for my clients or people that are interested in online training to get the workouts in, to show them the proper forms and have videos, clips of, of the whole workouts and stuff like that. Even some free informational tips that you guys can use as well. But as far as my online training, you can actually DM me or message me. You go on my Facebook or Instagram. Where can people find you on Instagram and Facebook? Uh, Facebook is Israeliano is my name. I think it has hyphenated uh, IFBB Pro. Yeah, I think we've been doing that all podcast. <laughs> okay. But uh, you, it's it's there. IFBB Pro Israelianos, and uh, you could you could search me there. You could get me there. And uh, on Instagram, it's yeah, I believe it's. IFBB, IFBB underscore pro Israelianos. I think that's how it is on Instagram as well. Yes. So, so go ahead and follow me or not follow me. Follow my journey and, uh, you know, the, the journey to my pro debut. And not only that, have many things coming on right now and a lot of things going on. And so you guys can follow me, you know, send a like, do something, and I'll follow you back and I'll get <laughs> something going. Awesome, awesome. So that's the way you can contact me. Cool, cool. So real quick, you know, I asked this to pretty much every single guest. 2018, we're in 2018. Yes. We're May 2nd. Yes. You know? We're already in the second quarter of the year. What is social media like for you? How does it help your business? Oh, man. Social How does media. it kind of contribute to your business? Or, you know, what, what are you doing with social media right now that's helping you? Uh, because I know for me, I could tell you for sure, like running this podcast on iTunes and YouTube, having my vlog oh, um, coming you're, out every single week man. on YouTube, uh, all the content yeah. that we're putting out on Facebook, Instagram, and Snapchat, you know, providing, 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 Information, for free, exactly. you know, yeah, without expectation. Exactly. So how does that kind of help your business? How, do you, how, how does it help you grow? Well, social media, I could, what can I say, man? It's the best marketing tool that anybody, self-entrepreneurs or business people Definitely. trying to get their name out there and trying to promote something. Right. Social media has been a big, you know, influence in my career, in my life. And if it wasn't for social media, man, like, damn, I would, I would have to pay trillions of dollars to have my name plastered somewhere or in a magazine or on a yellow book. Mm -hmm. Man, do you even know what the fuck? Oh, yeah, a phone book. <laughs> <laughs> a phone? You, you, yeah. bro, you were talking. I thought you were in a museum. Right? <laughs> no kidding, right? <laughs> that's, that's how much <laughs> technology has evolved. You know what I mean? Yeah, well, exactly. How much you rely on it 
but uh, it's a good tool that I use, you know what I mean, to right. get my name out there to see what I'm doing, my journey of Israelianos, and uh, show the world or show social media of what I'm doing and what I'm doing currently doing as far as Snapchat, Instagram, and Facebook, and right, uh, right. actually getting a little involved in my life and getting a little taste of how I'm living and, right. and what I'm trying to do out there. Yeah, it's a, document, it's, a, it's a 24-7 documentary of the life of Israelianos. The only men's professional bodybuilder body here in El Paso, Texas. So, you know, really good interview. I'm, I'm, I'm really happy question. for the story. Yeah. We, got, we got a question, question. on Facebook. Yes, Facebook. Alejandro Mesa. He says, Alejandro, what's up? <laughs> if we're going to drink alcohol, what do you recommend people drink? Oh, that's a good Who's question. Smart. Yeah. You're a smart guy. Alejandro. Alejandro, yes, we got So the question real quick for everybody watching on iTunes, on YouTube, on Facebook, Instagram Live. Um, the question is, what, if we were going to drink, if you are going to drink, what is the healthiest thing to drink? That is, that is a good question. Good you question. know what? <laughs> I'm not a big drinker to start off with. I'm enjoying my company here and doing my first podcast ever. And uh, what I recommend, and to be honest, I'm not going to lie. The past couple of competitions, I had a little bit of vodka. <laughs> vodka is good. So... Vodka, anything with sugar, you don't want to intake. But the healthiest drink, going back to the question, is uh, vodka. Vodka, vodka soda is perfect. Vodka mineral water is something very healthy. But don't add any uh, clubs. I mean, no, don't add any sodas, cranberry juice, anything like that. So if you're trying to lose weight and you're on a strict diet, I don't condone it. You know, I don't condone alcohol, but it's good to have it. It's good to have a good free time sometimes and enjoy it. Right. So vodka is good. What about tequila? Tequila is actually good as well. I thought, for Te- some reason, I thought tequila, tequila, tequila was the um, that one drink that would actually burn fat. Well, you know, there's, a, there's, there's, a, there's a lot of studies out there. There's yeah. a lot of studies, and I don't want to go into them right now. <laughs> no, but you know what? Preferably, what I, what my choice is would be tequila, vodka, and basically, I know there's a lot of wine drinkers now in El Paso. I would actually shy away from wine. It, even if it's dry, the calories are like... And sugar too, right? Yeah, well, it depends. It depends. There's dry and there's sweet and vice versa, whatever. Right. But uh, I would just take to tequila, vodka, and no added no added uh, liquids like sugar, sodas, and stuff like that. But tequila and vodka, going back to the question, tequila and vodka are what I choose and what's awesome. best if you're on a strict diet. That's that's actually what I uh, used to drink too. Really? Only awesome. vodka and tequila when I was like working out and stuff. Just cause wah, I wah, 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 wah. <laughs> what do you think beer? Oh, uh, beer, beer? beer has uh, the hops, the carbs, all that. It's Even like bulking season. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like I don't really, season. really, you know, advise anybody to drink uh, beer or anything like that. Even if it's light, you know what I mean? Right. You know, it's. It's really bad for you. It really puts that beer gut on you. You know, there's beer guts for reasons, and that's where you get it from by drinking beer. So I don't know if you heard this, but Arnold Schwarzenegger, I heard, used to drink a pitcher of beer really after every single workout. Oh, yeah. well, you know what? It's funny about that. No, it's because you know, uh, you know what, marathon runners, it's because to replenish the calories. Or yeah, you know when you do like a long marathon and you see them, you have like those Michelob shows after you do a five k yeah. or. Or a triathlon or anything like that. There was that. Like beer. The so yeah, beer so, for so I can see how he did that. I can see how he did that. But again, you know, it's for one. You know, it's I Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah, I can't really say anything. <laughs> if he drank that, then fuck, you know, <laughs> shit. Arnold 
drinking beers. <laughs> Damn, that's crazy. That's crazy. So you know what? Uh, being that you're a trainer, being that you're a, uh, you know, the only, and and that's crazy because you're the only one. You're the only yeah, male it's, professional it's, yeah, body. bodybuilder out here. So, you know, um, how does that feel for you? One, do you feel like you kind of have a chip on the shoulder, or do you feel kind of some responsibility to also kind of you know give out? some information for anybody that is yeah, looking definitely, to definitely you know because you're the resource now, exactly you know? yeah you know not only that i'm man, the real uh, estate resource you're the bodybuilding the resource but you know what as far as that man uh my my information given it's i'm more than happy to help you guys as much i'll try my best to answer questions or if you email me if you reach out to me i'll try my best to answer them uh there's no such thing as my chip on my shoulder. I don't feel like I'm better than anybody I'm trying to feel like, oh, just because I'm IVB pro, like, you know, I'm the best. I walk around like that. You know, I'm wearing a long sleeve for crying out loud. I'm not trying to be up here in a tank top yeah, yeah. and shredding off my muscles or anything like that. Uh, Even though you got better parking than me. <laughs> Even though you got better parking than me. <laughs> <laughs> I did get better parking than this young parked man. Parked right in the front. I parked right in the front. <laughs> but, uh, but, yeah, you know what? If anybody's out there and you know, wants to reach out to me, if you're friends with me on Facebook or Instagram or email me or text me, if you have my number, I'll try best to reach out to you, give you some advice. And, uh, you know, you know, we're all here trying to strive for the best, no matter what you do, like I said earlier, no matter what you do in life, whether it be bodybuilding, school or anything, you know what? If you have someone that, somewhere where you're going, and just reach out to them and if they're, you know, that's basically it, man. And, yeah. Not, cool, cool. That's all I'm trying to do. You know, for the viewers here on YouTube, on iTunes, on Facebook, and Instagram Live, on Snapchat, on, on every social media platform that we could think of, you know, um, I think if you have listened to any of the previous six episodes, every single guest has the same kind of input. You know, every single guest that's on here yeah. is an entrepreneur, an influencer, a mover, a shaker. You definitely fit into the category of movers and shakers, and everybody fits in. You know, has kind of the similar, uh, a similar story as far as you know. Whatever you do, be the best at it. You know? Yeah. Whatever you do, you know what's funny? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry to cut you off on that, but I have a really good story. Uh, like what he said, be the best at whatever you do. My grandfather, I remember growing up, I was must have been a bit. I'm a small guy, but this guy is like six three. Big dude. Is your grandfather? My grandfather. Yeah, it's my grandfather. And I was like about ten years old. Ten years old when I vividly hear heard him say these words or what he was saying. My, you know, I have a lot of uncles and tias and stuff like that. But right. we're around a table, and he was he always sit at the end of the table, always sat at the end of the table. You know, we're all there listening. He was very charismatic. He's a very charismatic guy. You know, what I mean, very charismatic man. And uh, and I remember one thing. I was at the sides, so around the edges or something like that. And he told me. He didn't tell me. He told the group of people that were on that table, we said, if you're going to be the best at anything you do in life, be the best. If you're a lawyer, if you're a doctor, if you're whatever you want to do, but make sure to be the best at whatever you do. If you're a janitor, if you're, if you're, if you're the poorest person in the world, if you, uh, if you even sell drugs, right? Yeah, yeah. like that, be the absolute be best. Be the best drug you dealer. Gotta, yeah. Be, yeah. You know? He said, just be the best at whatever you do. Cause that's what holds what you need to do in your life and uh you know I think, it, I think it's so important because that's exactly what my dad kind of instilled in me my dad is one yeah. of the hardest working hustlers that i've yeah, ever man. met in my entire life and one thing that i remember him telling me growing up is it doesn't matter what you do be the best and i would see yeah. it every single day him waking up at three in the morning to go to coca-cola you know and he's like i'm i'm, I'm filling up the coke machines but i'm the be best at what i do 
I don't call in. He doesn't call in. He doesn't do anything because at the end of the day, your name and your reputation is behind And and that's what I say, man. Like to me, I say my name is Israelianos, and I'm proud to say my name is Israelianos. For any individual watching this or doing what they want to do in life, you gotta hold weight behind your name. Your name means something. You know, You're the like, only one. Exactly, You're the only exactly. One with that that's name. why I'm happy to say my name is Israelianos, and that's it. You know what I mean? My dad, I remember uh, when I was a kid, uh, my dad, I used to do shit half-assed. I used to be one of those half-assed people. I used to, <laughs> those it, shortcuts? It, yeah, yeah, those shortcuts. Those shortcuts and, uh, here and there. Like, Israel, do your room, do your room, do your room, and I would do it half-assed, and he would call me 50 cents. Because I would never, I would, I would never complete. This before 50 yeah, cents. Yeah, before 50 cents. Because I, I would never complete a full dollar. Because I never do anything full. He said, hey, 50 cents, come over here. 50 cents, come over here. And I was like, what the fuck? Why is he calling me 50 cents? And he told me, because you'll never, you never complete a full dollar. You never do your shit all the way through. You never complete anything that I tell you to do. So when he told me, like, shit, man, I got to gotta take like, intention of what I do. Yeah, I gotta, yeah, my dad's saying that. My dad's been an impact in my life. He's a very good man. Yeah. And, and I, uh, I, think it's, I think it's scary, bro. When I think about legacy, when I think about what I'm doing every day, like, I wake up every single damn day, no matter what, no matter what I'm feeling, no matter how I'm feeling, I wake up every day and I know what I have to do. Yeah. And I know I have to do it. I can't not do it because if I don't do it, uh-huh. the only person I'm letting down is myself. Exactly. The only person I'm failing is myself. Exactly. You know? And, um, Going through that, going through that, where you know that you have to, you know, you have to just do what you got to do. You can't let excuses or let the way you feel get in the way yeah, of, of what you need to do and what you want to accomplish in life. Exactly. And, you know, again, there's always trials and tribulations of what life dishes at you. But, uh, again, if you have the vision, the mindset, and your goal, you know, to do whatever you want to do, it could be, it could happen, you know what I mean? But you got to surpass that. You got to, you got to be smarter than life in some right. ways. Like what I always say, you don't uh, you don't build your life, you create it. You know what I mean? Yeah, you definitely. create your own life. The way you want to live is up to you. No one else. No one else. Don't hold the key of happiness into someone else's pocket. Yeah, definitely. Never. And we talked about that. We talked about that last uh, two episodes ago. Yeah. Night being ninety nine percent happy. You know. Yeah. I- a lot of people are watching this podcast on iTunes on YouTube. And a lot of these people are 99% happy. A lot of these people aren't satisfied with what they're doing. They haven't found, you know, that Sorry, passion. Sorry, the kicking in. <laughs> the whiskey. It's uh, Basil Hayden's, you know. It's really good. Smooth. Really smooth. And thank you. Yeah, of course, of course. But, um, you know, a lot of people are going through the motions right now. A lot of people are going through the, uh, the emotions and they're 99% happy. They're not doing what they love. And on this podcast, you know, I'm, I'm interviewing people that, have figured it out. Yeah. I've already gone a little past that phase and I have figured out what they're what they're wanting to do, what they're doing, and have figured out how to make a, a big impact on their life, how to how to be happy. Exactly, know? yeah. So I think with everybody watching here, you know, if you're not doing what you, you love, you know, if you're ninety nine percent happy, you owe it to yourself to get that extra one percent. Don't forget yeah. about that one percent because that one percent is probably what's holding you back from doing the thing that you love compared to the thing that you like, you know? And we have Israel Leanos here, you know, only men's bodybuilding professional here in El Paso. And he is literally a testament to what we're talking about, you know? He's, he's, he's literally, you know, put his thoughts into action. He's, and, and this has been not an overnight no, thing, no, not no, a weekly no, thing. No, this no, has no. been years in the making, you know? Exactly. And now you can sit here and stand here and say you're professional, yeah, yeah, that's that's insane. That's that's really insane. insane. 
again, you know, it just didn't happen overnight, like what Manny was saying. Uh, it took a lot of sacrifice, a lot of time for my family. It took a lot of time for my personal life, my buddies, and all that good stuff. And I had to really isolate myself from, right. uh, you know, from the daily, you know, life. You know, you go hang out, play poker, drink some beers, have fun, go to the bars, go to the clubs, go to church. You know what I mean? And church is a big thing, and I even neglected that. You know what I mean? And, right. Uh, I had a, you know, I would just as selfish as it as it seems, you know, I just really, you know, cared about myself. You know, it's hard to say that, but. Uh, but the good to, thing is yeah, that you have that, you know, even I though you have that. kids, and even though you have your girlfriend, yeah. you know, they they're able to support your story. They yeah. believe in you as much as you believe exactly. in yourself, and you, or more. Exactly, yeah. and that's what it goes down to. You know what I mean? Like I said earlier in the podcast, is that. Uh, no one's really self-made. No one can be self-made. I don't believe in that. And I believe you have other people there that guided you to become yeah. to where you're at, other to where you're at, mentors. to where you're at, to anybody where they're at. I mean, if you guys are finding your way, and, and if you are self-made, you just keep on trying. Keep on busting your ass. And, uh, you know, all to you guys. You know what I mean? No hating, no no anything involved. You know, just strive for the best. Focus on what you believe in and uh, stand by your ground and be passionate of what you want to do in life. And anything is possible, you know. Yeah, uh, you know, Israel, he, and and for you guys, make sure you guys listen in on the entire podcast. You guys get to hear Israel Leano's entire story on you know how he became a professional bodybuilder, on uh, you know all the struggles and things he had to go through. Make sure you guys listen to the next podcast episode number seven coming out next Wednesday. Um, but you know, really interesting story. I'm I'm Thank really you. excited to you know for people listening to hear the entire story bro I oh, really you guys gotta tune in yeah yeah that. yeah i think you have a lot to to Thank definitely you. share with people so what is the one you know takeaway that you want people listening on itunes on youtube on snapchat instagram and facebook to leave with today with your with your interview you know what it might sound cliche as it is you know what i mean many people have said it before and uh, I just gotta say, follow your dreams, guys. You know, follow your dreams. I was once that little kid looking at screens, looking at TV, and you know, hearing my 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 idols say, you know what, I gotta do is follow your dreams and work hard and be there. And if you have, if there's something that you that drives you crazy, that you want something, you could actually taste it and feel it, believe in it. You find that drive within yourself. Go for it, man. Go for it. Go for it. Just put that mind the body to use and create something that you created in your mind already so all it is is visualize it and let it manifest yeah be the be the best you be the best yeah. version of you you know it makes no sense to wake up and want to be second no, you know i know you didn't wake up and want to go to miami yeah, last year and play second you know you know you what wanted first you visualize first, a, 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 first a wise man always once said if you're not first your last. Your last. Ricky Bobby. Ricky Bobby. Ricky Bobby. Ow! <laughs> <laughs> so, hey. Yeah. Hey. You got to be first. Yeah. So, put that mind state in there. Acknowledge it. Believe it. Have faith in your own self. Because no one's going to have faith in you unless you have the damn faith within yourself. Bleed it. Love it. Love it. Leave it. You focus on it. And you put your drive into action. And don't let no one hold you down, guys. Love yourself, believe in yourself, and you guys are going to go far, you know? And that's the whole point of these podcasts, you know? I love having people like you 
that are doing big things here in the city. I think El Paso is super underrated, especially for the people that have been living here their entire lives, you know. People don't understand or see how many big people and players we have in, uh, you know, in the city and making a big, big impact on the city. So, cool, man. I really appreciate you being on here. We have a whole bunch of people still jumping on. You guys have any questions for Israel, uh, drop them here. He is the only male professional bodybuilder here in El Paso. He's professional and going to be competing competing next year. Next year, yeah. next year, guys. I will be seeing me. And if you guys follow me, please, if you don't follow me now, please give me a follow. Uh, you'll be seeing my journey through there. And uh, God willing, you'll see me underwearing modeling for <laughs> Calvin Klein. He wants to be an underwear really bad. <laughs> That's the so goal! Calvin got... Klein, reach out to me! I want to be a model! That's all I want to do! If you got do. underwear, send them our Screw way. Screw bodybuilding! <laughs> Bro, I want to be a male model, <laughs> like Zoolander or something. Come on, come on. <laughs> come on. we got to get some underwear on this guy. Um, <laughs> so, uh, last question that I have for you, I kind of end the podcast off um, with this question. Being in real estate, I love to know, you know, what what is exciting for people to, to kind of be at? What what is that one restaurant, bar? club, Man. gym, whatever, you know, that you just can't get enough of here in El Paso. What's your spot? You know what? My spot here is, I would have to say, if you're dining, you know, I would say Cafe Central is actually one of my best. Really? I have to say that the service is great, the meals are great, and it's the oldest, fanciest restaurant yeah, here. But I don't know. This place seems pretty good to me, man. I might have, have a ever party. Been here? I've been here once before. One time. Okay. But they were telling me that we could host a party here, and all we have to do is uh, have our people that we bring in spend more than twenty bucks. So we, we might we have probably a, spent uh, yeah. three, four times that on all this whiskey. And yeah, but you know what? Hey, Violas, Violas, Vitolas, Vitolas. So the the owner of Vitolas, he's actually um, the interviewee for episode number two of Whiskey Wednesday and um, Fernando Gandra he's the owner hey, so, thank you Fernando for using us appreciate yeah it. definitely Fernando and the whole Vitola staff have definitely been um, very hospitable in the last couple weeks over yeah, two great. months already of recording here and you know they, they always have this room ready and available for us but if you guys do want to swing by it's right across the Chihuahua Stadium there's yeah. a game going on right now it's great I love you know, it it's, it's really service cool service is tip top service is tip top the whiskey selection all they have is whiskey and it's freaking fire Every single week, we're trying a new whiskey. This week, we tried uh, Hazel, um, Basil, Basil Hayden's, Hayden's. sorry, and uh, really good, really good whiskey, you know. Um, so, Cafe Central is Israel. Yeah, if you want to take, if, you know? if any of you uh, guys that want to take a girl out there, Cafe Central would probably be my top choice. And then next bring your week, wallet, though. Yeah, bring take your wallet, your wallet. <laughs> and uh, Macy Street Girl is actually one of my next Massive. favorites. So, cool. you know, uh, me and uh, my marketing team, the Sosas. We just went to uh, Salt and Honey. Oh, that place is oh, good. Yeah, it's really good. God, bro. It's yeah, amazing. Yeah. They have falafel. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> they got falafel. If you're on a diet, you cannot have that. But if you're a vegan, you can. Oh, if you're not a bodybuilder. <laughs> <laughs> There's yeah, no so, such thing as vegan bodybuilders. <laughs> I know, I know. I know. I'm just joking. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. There is, bro. There is. That's, that's on another episode. We're going to talk about that. He's right next to you. Ah! Oh, da, da, da. Damn. Um, try lead, lead swingers 
whiskey. It's bomb. Oh, cool, man. are awesome. Thank you. Mika, uh, this is Michelle out in San Antonio. She's actually a real estate agent. Oh, cool. Shout out to Michelle. If you guys are out in San Antonio and you need a house, contact me first and then I'll contact my girl, Michelle. And if you need a fitness trainer, contact us early on Yes, but yes back to absolutely. You know, no, yeah, thank, thank you everybody for tuning in thank live. You. You know, you. Um, make sure you guys tune in next week, the full episode of Whiskey Wednesday podcast session number seven with Israel Leanos and his full story on bodybuilding, how you kind of did it, you know, the process, um, the support system, you know, the entire story is going to be up next Wednesday on iTunes and on YouTube. Make sure you guys tune in. Again, thank you, Israel. Hey, thank you, man, for, for having being me. I here, appreciate bro. you, Thanks man. for thank sharing you. your story. Appreciate, appreciate it, that. man. Thanks for the whiskey. Hopefully, uh, you shit, enjoyed you, it. Uh, is though, it on my bill? <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> every guest, I forgot to tell you. Every, <laughs> every guest, guest please, for the whiskey. That's right, I got you. <laughs> <laughs> but again, appreciate you guys. Uh, make sure you guys tune in again next Wednesday. Catch the full episode of Whiskey Wednesday podcast sessions, and we are out. Peace.